Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you to sell your dresses and books about being a hoe or whatever it is that you want to do. For great ideas, Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. That's right, and we use Squarespace ourselves, and customer support is so very important to us. So make sure that you try Squarespace. Squarespace.com and enter off code READ at checkout to get you 10% off. You're going to live for it, and I know lots of y'all want to build it beautiful. So go ahead and check Squarespace out, and let's start now. Still the one, still the one I run (laughs) The one that I belong to, you still wanna kiss. Good night, still the one, still the one I love. The only one I dream of, still the one I want. I knew that you would know it because you love country music. It was actually my first girlfriend that was our song, so. Because we could not be any gayer. That is so lesbian. <laughs> or any more Oklahoman. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And we had been together for like six weeks when we made that decision. Like, that was our song. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that piece of information. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, fun memories. Um. So, listen. Hey. Hi. White folk, that one was for you. Okay. Welcome to The Read. I'm Shania Twain. And I am Janae Aiko. And this is three. It is. Back again for another week. Are you good or nah? The most important thing is that, (laughs) you know, I ask myself in times like this, what would Beyonce do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Beyonce would say, bitch, suck it up, Mm -hmm. make sure that your weave is in place, and get to that goddamn stage. That's right. Beyonce never breaks down in front of a crowd. She never what? does. She always has her shit together when That's the public true. is around. For the most part. Yep. Something to... 99.99% of the time. Yeah. Except that one time she looked like she wanted to snatch Blue Ivy up. But other than that... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they went, but Blue Ivy... Maybe the airport or something, but Blue was looking like, my life is in danger. Like, Beyonce was giving her that face. Like, little girl. So, black excellence this week. Mm-hmm. I would like to start with... Um, let's start with Serena Williams. Listen, Serena Williams mm. has got her what twentieth Grand Slam French <laughs> title belt, um, American ring, Open, ring. yeah, all that. Yes, she just got her twentieth win. She or- got her sports thing, twenty whole entire ones <laughs> of them. 
She won the French Open, yes. And um, I heard that she's like like four away from, or five away from being like the number one tennis player or most wins of a tennis player. She's like almost there. Yeah, she's about to. And she's still in her prime. So she's just kind of out here like, well, here's my ponytail and my (laughs) ass for you to kiss. And I love that about her. Yeah. And she's just like, there's nobody out there who can beat Serena. Like, she's just beating everybody's ass. She's going through all these girls. And the white people be so pissed no and say, like, she's, you know, like an inhuman. She's, like, one of the X-Men and things like that. And she, <laughs> Yeah, they hating on her a lot, talking about the game is boring because she overpowers everybody. Like, that's the purpose of a professional athlete, though. She's supposed to be powerful and whoop ass. Like, that's the whole point of competition. What's the point in playing in the words games of if you don't want to win? Tiffany New York Pollard, she just scores too high for you to catch up. <laughs> she really does, and they are so, pissed off about it. I have to have another New York. Should it just be today? No, I don't have enough prepared. Okay, but we'll work on it because I know how I you, have to like you dedicate a New York part two, and of course, there's going to be another Trina part two. Maybe the week of. The- Look at you. Anyway, so... Yeah, shout out to Serena for being Also, Laverne Cox is the first transgender person or woman to uh, have a wax figure in Madame Tussauds. First transgender figure in the history of Madame Tussauds. How do you say that I'm pretty sure it's Tussauds. Tussauds? Yes. Okay. The madam with the wax figures that look just like them and your uncle be taking pictures in front of (laughs) them and all that stuff like The Rock and I think Morgan Freeman, whoever be in Times Square. But Laverne Cox is going to be the first transgender. How dope. So that's amazing. And then also I want to do Black Excellence. (laughs) Black Excellence. So this 18-year-old girl, I don't know how to say her name. I'm not sure if it's Kaima or Kaima McIntyre, but they say she goes by the name of Kai. And I'm sure you saw her picture on the internet today. This beautiful Afrocentric prom gown that she wore. yes. Beautiful dress. With her fro out and just the right accessories in the right places. And they say she designed the dress her damn self, sketched it and everything. And you know something, the dress is beautiful, she looks amazing, she won prom queen, which is fabulous, but the thing that really punched me in the heart was this message that she posted on Instagram, and I'm going to read some of it, Okay. so bear with. Sure. She says her name, she says she's 18, and she says, I am undoubtedly of African descent. As an artist, I have a completely different point of view compared to most individuals. I'm extremely analytical and observant. Throughout the world, we have people who do not notice each other's essence and humanity. Come we on. stunt our collective spiritual growth by allowing assumptions and stereotypes to cloud our mind and thus our physical reality. We let these negative ideas get the best of us, and in turn, a world of isolation is manifested by our lack of sensitivity and desire to sympathize with each other. This results in a world in which people live within the confines of their own space, isolated from each other and separated from the rest of the oh world. My God, girl. So that's just like some of it. Oh, Jesus. I urge you to go and find, I think her name on Instagram is Mind of Kai, K Y E. She's awesome. She creates beautiful art. She is someone that I think perfectly embodies black excellence, not just because she designed a beautiful gown, but because she's an 18 year old with a very sound idea of what's going on in the world and that we have to be very more compassionate to fellow human beings and more willing to understand that people are different and there's nothing wrong with that. And Mm -hmm. it's very important to me 
that people, especially of this age, have a very like like a sound idea or grasp mm-hmm. on that mentality. Isn't she going to the Fashion Institute too? This, um, I think this fall, that's where she's going. She Right here in the city, I think she's going to the Fashion Institute, which she definitely, I mean, that dress is gorgeous. She's, it says uh, she'll be attending Parsons School of Design. Oh, Parsons School of Design. Well, whatever. Either way, congratulations to you. The dress is beautiful and you're clearly a gorgeous young woman who has her priorities and her shit together. So congratulations, young lady. So now to fill your lives with grief. <laughs> and bullshit. Can you do the attention for me? I really can't. I can't. And Are you, you know serious? I can't. Yes, because oh it's not going to sound right. I can't do that. Attempt it. <clears throat> Can I do the Rihanna thing first? Just to like warm up my vocal cords. So you want to be offensive in order for you. Attention! Okay, well, see, why would you. Because you waited until yesterday <laughs> to do it. You damn idiot. When now someone can't hear. <laughs> Shit, you blew out somebody's speakers. You're going to get a lot of hate mail for that. No, that's your fault. Okay. All right. If you say so, friend. Ariana Grande wants you to know. Bitch. That she is not Big Sean's ex. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's tired of being linked to him. She says, I'm not Big Sean's ex. I'm not Niall's new, I don't know who that is, new possible girl. I'm Ariana Grande. And if that's not good enough, or if that's not interesting enough for you, I don't want to talk to you. And that was her whole statement? Um, is- the statement that I caught. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, that's fine. I understand she don't want to be linked like as Big Sean's ex. Oh, but- here you go. Who is even what asking? I meant when I said that is that I'm tired of living in a world where we, where women are mostly referred to as a man's past, present, or future property slash possession. I do not belong to anyone but myself and neither do you. There you go. Okay. Well, amen. I mean, that's true. Like, it sucks as a woman that usually women in the industry are, like, defined by their relationships. And I think that Neil person is actually Neil... Uh, I think Finn, but don't ask me where I heard that name before. Never heard of her. Anyway, it's like a, a lot of girls do get like automatically associated with whoever they was fucking or dating. And I'm sure she's just tired of people, bloggers and anybody interviewing her, asking her about her exes and who Isn't she's. Isn't she the bigger star? Then Big Sean? I think so. I don't know. Has it big? Sh- well, pff, you know, don't get me to sitting up pop here comparing. Hip hop is completely different. That's true, and I don't know. I know Ariana Grande hasn't had a number one, but I don't I think Big Sean care. has either. Well, and that I really there is always care. that. I wish that you would take out that goddamn ponytail. I understand that Victorious or whatever that shit was left you bald, girl. I mean, but I it clearly it. didn't because she has edges. So what is she even talking about? I wish that you would take out that mother fucking breakfast club ass babysitters club ass high ponytail oh god that clueless ponytail i'm so goddamn sick of seeing that shit in them over the knee ass platform boots yeah i'm just tired like i'm that tired. same I just recycled don't ass care. look like, from her every time oh my god I'm when are you so gonna switch tired. it up like, every time i see ariana grande it's like somebody selling thin mints like every time i see her i feel like <laughs> oh my goodness i'm about to get samoas and then i don't have any so it's like i just don't you know and she yeah. has such a great voice i like a couple of her songs but i'm ready for her to like like evolve into like the grown-up yeah you know ariana grande did you listen to her last album 
uh, perfect me or whatever it was called. I don't know. Which I think I've heard maybe touched by an angel two or, or something. Three. It's some some silly shit. I think I I've know. heard two or three of them. I mean, I like Ariana, but her voice is just not nearly as strong as it should be for all the props she gets for it. She can sing and she has a big range, but she just has like no power behind that voice. It's like she Kalani don't know how to use it. Ooh, I was about to say somebody else. I prefer Tori, Car- Tori Kelly and Kalani. I mean, that's like, and that's real, even though their range isn't as big as hers. Like, the quality of their voice, the sound of their voice I just, is when more I, interesting. Right. Ariana Grande, the songs I've heard, it's like she... <laughs> it's like, she, I always have said that she's, like, trying to sound like Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, you're so shady for that. But that's how I feel. It's like she doesn't enunciate for 75% of the song. Mm-hmm. And then she belts out these great notes. And it's like, oh, my God, this is what she can say. <laughs> and then she's like, it's like, it's like Tony Braxton Carey. Yeah, and I get that. But, girl, there's only one Mariah. And even though her voice is gone she's still here and nobody's letting you move into her place so you might as well go back into the lab take off them boots find (laughs) really she needs a whole new revamp but i do get you know being tired of people asking you about the dick you associated with like girl stop come on i think that when she literally when she takes that ponytail out and starts like gives me like a few more like mature r&b tracks i'm gonna Mm -hmm. live for her yeah we'll see I'm not ready to just write her off all the way. Speaking of Big Sean's exes, <sighs> Naya Rivera is writing a book. No way. No, she's not. Or somebody's writing a book for Naya Rivera. And in it, she says she will be discussing all of the juicy things that she has been tight-lipped about, including Glee, Girl. boys, Girl. and I don't know her nose. <laughs> Whatever. I don't. <laughs> but the point is that people are, are gassing this because they expect that she's going to, like, spill some kind of of nest quick tea she's not going to that's that's quick they don't but i was gonna let that rock um yeah i guess like she's gonna have some shit in there about big sean but it's like naya tell all snail naya like really like (laughs) damn i mean and it's a naya rivera tell all who is really just pressed to find out what it is she's going to say and isn't this the same woman who said black people don't shower every day that's a white people thing and black people like to take their time and only bathe three times a week or some shit like bitch ain't nobody in a rush to read a book from your dirty mangy ass maybe it'll be good because clearly she's crazy Mm. and what does she mean about glee is she about to talk about the cast members and shit i'm sure that glee no shade is going to evolve into one of those like lifetimes oh it it has to movie about it you know like without a doubt but there's definitely gonna be a behind the scenes on glee but like tell all like two months after the last season girl (laughs) like get a job i mean you don't like leah michelle and leah was the biggest star so they kicked you off off set what else do you have to say like who even cares it's somebody out there who's gonna be going out to write some reads for santana on that goddamn oh i used to love her on that show she used to be getting their asses together back when glee was like really good gwendolyn oh yeah in them first few seasons i remember when the, the reason I started to watch because I was never going to watch it when they first started talking about it. When I used to see all those L's on those posters yeah. all over the place, those loser things. But I watched this clip 
of Miss Amber P. Riley. Yes. Singing Jasmine Sullivan and dancing in front of them cars and shit. I was like, Amber was the reason. Is this black bitch singing Jasmine Sullivan and dancing down for Fox this fall? Oh, I will be there. Like, literally the reason I watched it. Right, 100%. But it was a good show. It was. At first, you know, the first few seasons it was. And then it just kind of got into into the the college years. It's like the Saved by the Bell and Fresh Prince, how they just do not know how you gotta let that that shit go god damn the show is just over girl Naya it's over girl so do you want to talk about Brittany Griner's 30 day (sighs) trial marriage um at this moment my partner and I would like to request oh already we would just this is a very difficult (laughs) time for us weren't you just about to like drag her the other day um, for marriage. And so we really just would like some privacy at this moment while we deal with this within our family. We appreciate everyone's love and support. But, you oh know, God, we're just God. working through this independently. And we're just, you know, hoping that we're going to make it through on the other side. But, no, I, I would not like to talk about <laughs> Brittany Griner's. Oh, God, they are so such So Brittany Griner beat the shit out of this straight girl, right? No, don't. Don't, don't, don't say that. Because then I have to take it seriously. I would rather, if the police report said it was mutual, I want to believe that because I kind of want to be. So Brittany Griner knocked this straight girl the fuck out. Fine. And, um, you know, this was like after Say Yes to the Dress. And, you know, we discovered that she wears colored contact lenses. Crystal is very hurt by that. Um, Mm. And so we're like just moments before the wedding. (laughs) And for one reason or another, they got into it. Now, from what I read, um, Glory, she started the altercation because I read that she like shoved her first or something. And Brittany was like, girl, you got me fucked up. Right. Like, right. fee five fo fun bitch. <laughs> like, I smell the breath. <laughs> really? You smell the blood of a what? Gonna say it. Anyway, so she got into that ass. Or they started fighting, and then they were arrested, and then, like, Glory made sure that you all knew that Britney pled guilty, and she did Mm. not. (laughs) She did. Married anyway. Ridiculously. And I said then... These bitches is crazy. This is so lesbian. Y'all been together for eight and a half minutes, and now y'all ready to get married, and this is just a bunch of dumb shit, and within three to six months, y'all niggas is gonna be divorced. And here we are, not even four weeks later, and Brittany done filed for an annulment the day after Gloria announced she was pregnant on Instagram. Like, so, the day, de- the, not even 24. Spoiler alert. Oh, did I ruin the story? No, you didn't, man. Yes, like, literally. Like, Smack dab. Right on after. (laughs) This girl was like, oh, pregnant, so ready and so excited to start a family with, you know, someone that I love and just, you know, this good old maternity leave girl or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, literally the next day, Brittany was like, I don't know that bitch. (laughs) And, like, I'm sick of her shit. (laughs) I don't know who the fuck that is up in her womb, but it ain't no child of mine. mine, and I don't give a... Did you see her ESPN interview, though? Yeah, it was My baby looks so broke down and just weary so she's at the apartment she just needs yeah she just needed to come through for a little while and have somebody take care of her you know she's been going through a lot very sweet of you to be I mean you know I just when these studs venture off from the correct way and Mm -hmm. start dabbling in these straight girls and they shit they have to learn the hard way sometimes they do and you know every stud has a straight girl face and hopefully Brittany has learned her lesson now and she's ready to deal with girls who actually do like girls and that's why she can call me and we can work this out together but you know this is a 
it's a messed up situation, but I 100% saw every bit of it coming. And did you notice that Britney said, like, in the court documents, that's not my baby. I don't have no biological attachment to that baby. I won't be paying child support for that baby. I won't be in that child's life. Like, like very clear cut. Like, I want this complete relationship. I wanted to just pretend like none of this shit ever happened. I never married this bitch. <laughs> she said, like, she... um. They should have gone through counseling and she knew that they weren't ready to get married and did it anyway. And now it's just all this just ridiculous lesbian drama. And I but, told you from the beginning <laughs> to stay away from straight bitches, especially in color context. Like I said it. Everybody. I, half the damn Internet has been tagging me on Instagram okay, and Twitter. Girl. Fine. I'm just saying, like, I tried to keep her from this bullshit. But you're not going to just I told you so her to her face like with all these light skin tears right running down off of it. Oh no, I'm going to do something way different to her face. Hello, excuse me. How (laughs) dare you? Are you out of your mind? No, you didn't. All the gay shit you say on this show? That's different. How? Because I be disgusted every time. Fuck out of here. You're like my sister. Right, exactly. And I don't want to hear my little brother talk about bottoming. Yet here we go every week. Anyway, it's sad, but you speaking know. of fiber diets, <laughs> everybody is upset at Beyonce. I wish I could hit because you. Beyonce. <laughs> I knew it when I saw the commercial. I don't know why people thought that she was gonna come out of here and be Bitch. like, "Oh, hey, world, Beyonce, the album part two is here." <laughs> And you know it's directed by Blue and Jesus is in it. Like I don't know, I don't know why she y'all thought she was gonna say that. Oh, good morning, the fuck America! Right of all the places to announce some new shit about her personal life or her music, y'all thought she was gonna do it on GMA at seven a.m. I said she's gonna do. I said like if she really has a gag, like if I say if she's gonna do something like really crazy, yeah. it's gonna be announce another baby. But I said I really don't feel Mm-mm. like that's what it's gonna be. So I thought it was either going to be the food or like she's like, oh, this is my new artist because you know she's cooking up some artists. Like yeah. has to be. So but I she ain't gonna, gonna be out like, here playing this this music industry game forever. Like, like right, she's Here about to get the... her music, her money together, get her a little Justin Bieber like Usher did, and just be set on I top she was of gonna, set. Like, announce the schedule for her like new artists or some shit. I really didn't think it had anything to do with like her because th- when you think about it. Well, somebody on Twitter was like, I think maybe it has something to do with her Top Shop collaboration because that's supposed to be coming out this fall. And I was See, like, I forgot about that. See, it could be that. And then I thought, that's not important enough for me to get up. So I'm going to just find out tomorrow what it is. I didn't even set a clock. Because Beyonce, come on, y'all. Beyonce do not have to use like national media to get y'all's when attention. When did she go to Good Morning America to do anything? <laughs> I just did. It's like, it she was just, just so funny. Everybody was like, people were Bitch, we don't want no goddamn vegetables. Did you see them on her Instagram, though? Yes. With, like, like, all these chicken emojis and candy and shit, like... How could the beehive turn on her like that? Oh, please. They were just pissed that they got up before school started to watch that shit, and it was nothing but her on her iPhone talking about, hey, y'all, eat your vegetables, and that was the end. Like, of course, GMA is going to promo the fuck out of that and spend money to run an ad during the fucking NBA finals. Like, I know that commercial. Well, it was on ABC, so it's probably free. But anyway, the point remains. Like, they went through the issue of doing this promotion for this whole big thing. And it was just that she was vegan. Like, we didn't know that six months ago. Or even back when the album dropped because she had vegan cupcakes on her damn Instagram. Like, girl, this ain't new. Like, y'all play And luckily, I thought about signing up for it and, like, a while ago Mm -hmm. maybe when that whole service straight to your door shit i was like well 
I want to eat better, but every time I like cook things that I know how to cook, mm-hmm. even the things that I would assume are healthy, like healthy bitches like you and Fran and whoever else <laughs> on the internet be like, nope, you got to take that off or nope, that's got salt or oh no, bitch, cheese, you got out your goddamn right, mind. because like, you be like, wanting to add sauces and cheeses and shit like nigga. What that- else <laughs> is the point? <laughs> But that takes the health away from it, nigga. You can't just be throwing fried chicken and salad. I was like, well, then clearly I have to go ahead and do what Beyonce does and have somebody <laughs> just make some shit that ain't got no goddamn good shit in it off rip and probably tastes like chicken wings anyway. But then I think I looked at the price of that and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to have to, um, I'll just pay my tithe and maybe, you know, increase. <laughs> I have. Just, I just don't, I, I can't do that right now personally. <laughs> Oh, I'm not doing like, that for fruits and fucking vegetables. That's my thing. Like, girl, I'm just not going to be able to pay somebody to prepare vegetables for me. I'm not going to do that. Even if it looks like a burger. Even I'm just not does. interested. Mm-mm. Personally. If somebody's sending food to my house, it's going to have to be like real food. So it's going to have to be some meat included in that. I'm just not going to do that. But not you know, jello that tastes like Get your meat. money, B. I'm not mad at all. But I do feel sorry for y'all getting y'all's asses up early. Really thinking that she was about to say something. Like, you, you should have known that she wasn't. See, this is the thing. If you're going to stand, you have to know who you're standing yeah, for. Yeah. And you have to just kind of understand that them as a person and as an artist in the way that they go about things mm-hmm. and Beyonce's not I just she put a whole entire album with videos on the internet and didn't say anything to anybody right. so why would she go to Good Morning America and be like oh hey world I'm about to tell you something so great. Like I don't know. It just didn't. <laughs> no that's valid though know the importance that your fa- that your fave has because Beyonce saying, oh, I have an important announcement on GMA is not the same as K. Michelle saying she has an important announcement on GMA. Like, K. Michelle is going to announce a world, well, a national tour. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so I had to come I feel like, I mean. World, girl. Come I on. thought you were going to say little five points. <laughs> right, like, you're not even like making tour it. tour each you're of not, the five points. You're not getting outside these 50 nifty, and we all know that. Like, you'd be good to get out of the South, to be utterly honest with your ass. But anyway, like. If a if a D list or whatever is gonna be on GMA, then that's one thing. But Beyonce, y'all should have known, is not saying nothing significant on fucking morning cable news or network news. It ain't happening. Speaking of Beyonce's um, oh, <laughs> business endeavors, Drake decided to grab him one of those surfboards and ride that tide right on over to Apple, girl, because. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. That nigga. It's some huge amount of money, too. And you know something? 19 whole entire yeah, million. 19 million. My nigga. Who wouldn't? Um, <laughs> For 19 million, If Daisy yeah. didn't dap him the fuck up, then <laughs> something's wrong. Right. Quite he honestly. just wasn't real with that nigga because for 19 million, either any one of them niggas would have promoted their album exclusively through fucking iTunes. And like, Drake shit. is like literally in the process now of carving out his moguldom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This nigga's opening up like nightclubs and now this, like... He's really at the point, you know, he's super light-skinned, and his mama white, and he can code switch. He's going to get some Popeyes before the year is up. I, I mean, that's Drake it. going to have at least five, five Popeyes. And then once you have a Popeyes, what can go wrong in your life? Like, you that's basically guaranteed the prosper. Like, <laughs> Shit. It's like owning a Walmart. You Nothing is going to go wrong. So, Apple is... Um, 
They announced that their W, I don't know what WWDC stands for. I could probably think of it, but uh, who has the time? Either way, keynotes and shit. There you go. They announced Apple Music, which is going to be their um, music streaming service, Mm -hmm. uh, which will be out here to rival Tidal. And I mean, really, they don't even, they didn't even think about Tidal. Like, (laughs) they're out here for Spotify, Scrotum. And they are not afraid to say it. Yeah, they were not holding no punches the other day. Did you watch the whole announcement? Or I didn't. I watched um, Drake come out there, and he seemed a little nervous. Act which was like a dad. <laughs> he is just so cute. Um, a little uh, aside. For, wait, first of all, let's discuss this. Okay. The service launches on June thirtieth in over a hundred countries. Ten dollars a month. But I read that you get like. The f- your first three months are free for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take that. And then they have a six-member family subscription deal for $15 a month. Um, which is dope. Which is pretty good. Because <laughs> you know niggas are all going to get together and put in their $2 so that they can all have this iTunes shit. If the app is anything like Beats Music interface wise they're going because i really liked the yeah. user interface of the beats music it is app. dope um, and that whole i'm in this mood and i'm with yes such and such, that is i all, loved that yeah that's really cute beats music was great um the only thing that seems to be kind of a step backwards is the bit rate which is 240 something or 250 instead of uh, the okay. standard or whatever but <clears throat> Quote unquote studies say that <laughs> most users can't tell the goddamn difference, so they don't give a shit. I was to gonna say, I don't with. even know what the hell that is, so I'm pretty sure I've never known the difference. Um, I mean, I've been able to tell a bit of a difference in, in the things, but it's never really been that significant to me. Like, it's not a huge difference, so no one really cares, right? Um, nobody's Spot- surprised that Apple was gonna do this, though. Like, I think no. most people saw this coming, especially with iTunes radio. It was just a matter of time. They also uh, announced something called Beats One, which will be a 24 hour, seven day a week internet radio station that's going to be broadcasting from New York, Los Angeles, and London. That was actually way cooler and more interesting to me than the streaming thing because all of these streaming services seem to be the exact same goddamn thing to me. No shade. Like, yeah, it's just really who has which song. Like That's it. You could spend all day on SoundCloud, Spotify, Tidal, Beats, and look at Pandora, looking for a song and just pray, you know, somebody has all the shit you want <coughs> so you can make a playlist. But, yeah, this 24-hour radio station thing, that's, I think, what's going to be dope about. Yeah, that sounds cool. Apple Music, because, you know, who are they going to have? What are they going to be talking about? What kind of programming are we talking about? Like, how innovative are they going to be with this? Spotify already came forward and says, well, girl, we've got 20 million people <laughs> already paying for subscriptions. So... Did you see the CEO we tweet? Too oh, high okay. to catch up. <laughs> yes, like... <laughs> Like Spotify, they are so petty. Like, what is this weird yes. war? Even with the consumer, that's like, no, fuck that bitch. I'm Team Apple. No, fuck that bitch. I'm on title for and this service. No really, one needs. People will really fight with you over like which streaming service is the best. And clearly, Spotify just pulling their dick out on the table. Like, well, we're the big niggas, and we dare one of y'all to challenge us. The crazy thing about it is that you can tell. The people in those big seats mm-hmm. don't really understand what it is that the consumer is looking for. And the consumer has no clue what it takes 
to put some shit like this together or what's even really going on behind the scenes. So it's like two sides that are just kind of staring at each other going, huh? And like, right. <laughs> but everybody's just willing to pay the money or take the money from each other. It's hilarious. But I think I read something about how the artists are going to get like almost no money from radio plays of their music from like the free listeners. But then like 58%, I think, of whatever their fee would be from the paid subscription. So it's clear that everybody, uh, Beats and Tidal and probably Spotify eventually, like everybody's trying to push the paid subscription services because that's where the money really is Nigga, when for the, the artist and Rihanna's the album coming out? Oh, I don't know where. I just started thinking about Tidal and random. then Bitch Better Have My Money. I was thinking about Bitch Better Have My Money because of what you were saying. But I said, this bitch's album is still... where. What? Well, when you put out singles and they don't really make the impact people want them to make. Well, title did a bit of damage to that, no shade. Well, I mean, I'm not, right. Like that whole, I get the whole title exclusive thing, but there are some <laughs> people who are just flat out not going to pay for it, girl. The majority of the girls were like, that's nice. <laughs> Let me know when it's out. I bought it because the first time I heard that song, I was like, oh, this sounds like a motto. Like this sounds like some shit I need to have on my device. I could pull up and listen to whenever I want to. Like, I just love that song. I like but all the singles she's released so me too they just don't sound like they would belong on the same project and i don't know if jay-z heard it and was like i don't know what the fuck kanye was doing with this but you need to go back in the lab and start over or if it's just that the singles haven't been performing well and so they're trying to decide what direction they're going in but we we've been waiting on r8 for like at least a year and the stands have been waiting longer such a drastic difference from releasing one like quarterly Right, shouldn't we just before. maybe we should just give Rihanna like three or four yeah, years? Yeah, let's just let her do what she's, she's done enough. Do. Poor baby, bless her heart. Nicki Minaj's ex, uh, Safari Samuel, okay, went from saying, "quote I would never do anything public" to try and pull her down, unquote, to writing a whole song telling her goddamn business. We are really scraping the bottom of the barrel now. In this um, song, I think called "Love the Most," love. Love me dearly. Um, love when the hot light is on. I don't know what the fuck the song is called. It's something okay. with the word love in it. He says, you know, oh, who gives a shit what okay. he said? He said something. <laughs> I'm like, if you give up, then I for damn sure give up because what the fuck? Because I don't want to, like, I have to, like, read the lines. <laughs> like, uh. okay, he said that he had to watch. <laughs> Because it's like I have to read it in the rap, and then I'm like hearing him rapping, and I don't want to. Okay. He said he had to watch had to watch you kiss Nas and pretend it's cool. Inside, I was feeling like a motherfucking fool. Why didn't you bring this up when it happened then? First of all, who doesn't want to kiss Nas? Have you seen Nas in person? Like, have you met the nigga? That nigga's skin is like velvet. That nigga uh, fine. And Onika, Tanya, Mariah. I'm not mad. Went for... Have you seen the right by myself? Of course you haven't seen it. The wig was terrible in the video. (laughs) But she... Wait, which video? Because I probably have seen it. Right by my side. Um, hmm. Nas played her love interest and she made out with him. I mean, and (laughs) bitch, you just gonna have to charge that one to the game. heart cried. Child, no. Not Nas and his $300 white tees. That nigga always smell good. Said I was overreacting, but you did like him. Said I was overreacting. Guess you did like him. I think he's talking about Meek Mill at that point. God. Anyway, so his feelings are hurt and Nicki Minaj doesn't care. It's so annoying when you break up with somebody and niggas just cannot let it go. Like, oh my God, okay. I like somebody else. I'm dating somebody else now. 
white woman is All right. gone. Okay. Well, I think. Niggas, please <laughs> get up out my face. Shut the fuck <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. Let's just. Oh, anyway, is that him? Yeah, oh, it has yeah. to be. It Chris has... Brown is still out of his goddamn mind. Well, we're done. So thanks <laughs> so much, guys. My tour is canceled. And, you know, it's Iggy. <laughs> so much, you guys. Why did he follow her out of the club, though, and then stand on the goddamn sidewalk looking at her like she was crazy? Nobody pulled out their eye. You didn't pull out your iOS device Mm-mm. and request this Uber. Karuchi nope. did. That's right. He's- so take your ass to your matte black truck and pump it back down to royalty and make sure that she's tucked in. It's nothing else. After you went in on that nigga a couple weeks ago, it's just really nothing else to even say. Like, you just need to get it together, nigga. We tired of saying it. I mean, and that's really it. Okay, so let's take a short break and come right back. Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible Audible.com is a place for audiobooks. Duh, girl, you guessed it. And there are over 180,000 titles to choose from, from every single category that you could possibly think of. So go to audiblepodcast.com slash read, R-E-D, for a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Listen, I've talked about this book a million times. Some of you may be new, but it's called The Four Agreements. It's by Don Miguel Ruiz, and it's on Audible. If you've never read it before, I suggest you do, and check out all of his other books. They will feed your soul. And also, you should check out The Misadventures of an Awkward Girl, Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae. Shout out to her. I love her. Yes, and with Audible's Great Listen Guarantee, you can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. With Audible, you own your books, unlike a streaming or a rental service, and they have free apps for iPhones, Android, and Windows phones, also for the iPad, and WhisperSync technology, which helps you bounce back and forth between the audiobook and the ebook without losing your place. So again, head to audiblepodcast.com slash read for a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. That's audiblepodcast.com slash R-E-A-D, and now let's get back to the show. So we're back, and it's time for listener letters. Yes, it is. You have such, like, a commercial voice. Who does? Me? Yeah, you should do, like, the, you should do, like, progressive commercials. You I should have replace a... flow. You should be the black flow. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. I do have, a like, a voice that I put on for stuff like that in the other game. Yeah. So, but anyway... Hmm, where are we? Send your questions to asktherita gmail.com and we may just answer it on the show. So, mm, this first question, I am just uh, at a loss. So, I'm, I'm looking to you, friend, for some help with this one. Oh, it says, hey, Chris Lincoln Fury, I've known my boyfriend since my senior year of high school, which was four years ago, and we've been dating for the past two years. Although we're still young, we're best friends, and we love each other and plan to get married. I went through my boyfriend's phone the other day because I... Oh, girl. Literally, one sentence after we plan to get married. (laughs) I went through my boyfriend's phone the other day because I had a bad feeling and saw that he was flirting with this girl and with a guy that we went to high school with. Work! (laughs) This guy is my friend. And after I confronted my boyfriend, I found out that they used to mess around before we got together. Oh, wow. But once me and my boyfriend started dating, they stopped. 
I knew about them messing around, but I placed it in the back of the mind because I feel so, in the back of my mind because I feel so strongly <clears throat> about my man. The issue that I have is the <laughs> fact that they still talk, and even though my friend is just responding and not doing anything physical with him, they are still in conversation. What hurts the most is the fact that my man is on the DL and has genuine feelings for my friend. I asked him to choose, and he chose me, but I know that feelings don't just disappear. I'm not sure what I should do because although I still love him, I feel like it would be stupid to stay with him or trust him. I don't want him to choose me because it's easier for him to live as a quote unquote straight man than being openly bisexual. My question is, what would you guys do in this situation? I love that you wrote this letter in, right? And you told us that your trade is... See, don't do that tennis girl. No, I'm going to bring it around. All right. I love that you were called in and you told us that he's flirting with this girl and he's talking to this guy that he used to plug up and that's what you really like. <laughs> Even if he says, I'm never going to have another stitch of bussy in my life, he's still talking to this other girl, nigga. Like, what do you want us to tell? Like, he's going to cheat on you. Clearly, well, it th- whether it's with someone who has a penis or a vagina like yeah. just let it go it seems that your boyfriend doesn't really respect your relationship and she mentioned the girl has um a baby and lives far away so <laughs> it's not like anything's gonna happen with the two of them specifically but listen y'all are all of what 21 22 years old girl if your man is you know so you are finding <sighs> comfort in the fact that girl. he can't Girl. Actually, it's inconvenient for him to cheat on you here because <laughs> she is so far away. Like, he doesn't have the direct opportunity to cheat on you because he's far away and he's allegedly given up on bottoms. Well, good luck. You know, sometimes I just want to tell you young girls that it's not worth going through all this drama and bullshit that y'all are going through for these relationships. I like, don't understand why they feel that Y'all way. are too young for this. You going through your man's phone and find out he talking to a girl and another nigga and you asking us what to do. Like, And you would think that niggas have like some kind of like intense mind control powers over Man. you know the female population in order be, but most niggas are like dumb <laughs> so I don't even know how what is it I think it's girls are so desperate to be in a relationship they want to say they have a man they want to get married it's, it's society's like, fault because they got women out here feeling like they have to like a man you would have an amazing job you could have you know a great car that you pay for your motherfucking self and right an apartment. you could have it all all your shit and you'll together never feel like complete or like you know everything's in place until some nigga is there because people make women feel like they have to have a man in order to be fulfilled they and did that, that to m- oprah Oprah, who owns like everything and has like the most successful talk show of all time and her own magazine. And it was always like, okay, but when is Oprah going to get married? When is Oprah going to have a family? Like, women always are pressured into that bullshit and men never are. Like, there's several ways, you know, that I could go with Oprah. But <laughs> well, the point but, of the matter right, is this one that I don't want for women, and I really, it bothers me that women feel like. They have to, like, what do you think that you're never going to meet another guy or something? Like, let the boy go. Not because he's on the DL or whatever, (laughs) but because he's just going to drive you nuts. Right. He's going to go fuck somebody else. And now there's even, there's twice the chance that there's doubly, 
chance. Right. I don't Two think... Two times the chance. More than one okay. of the times. Okay. That, right. It's just, girl, this is too much to be going through for y'all to be 21 years old. If I were you, I would just cut my losses and move on. Not only was he flirting with somebody that he used to dive in, but he's flirting right. with somebody. Right. Your friend. Okay. Your friend's back that he climbed. That's who it is. Like... Anyway. Good luck, girl. So our next question comes from, I'm going to call her Malian. And it says... Lillian? I said Malian. Malina? Malian. Like, Steel Magnolias? Oh, Oh my God. What a lesbian. So this comes from a 20-year-old named Malian who says, I met a guy anonymously online and and we went out for a little bit. Later that night, we performed sexual acts on each other, but didn't... Well... But did not have sex because he didn't want to quote unquote taint me. I'm a virgin. <laughs> I'm a virgin, so this was my first sexual experience. Oh no! Right. Anyway, after that, we became friends on social media, and we talk every now and then. The thing is that on Facebook, he tagged his really cute chocolate friend who looks about six five and pure muscle, and I really want to talk to this guy. How do I go about this since guy A and I? So you just <laughs> hopped out the motherfucking Porsche, huh? Like you just gonna dive? Right on into the game. Would it be wrong okay. for me to ask him ask him to hook me up with his friend? What? I hope you answer this question. I'm crossed on this situation since me and Guy A have no type of intimate relationship. Please help. Thank you. Oh, girl. So, mm, even though you met up with this man, it sounds like on an app, and y'all, I don't know, mutually masturbated, what do you do? When a man and a woman meet up and perform sex acts on each other. Oh, oh, wait. We perform Are sex acts. Because we perform sex acts on each other but didn't have sex. What does that mean? So they just gave each other head and, and that was the end of it? I guess so. I mean, sometimes that's enough. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to ask how you know that. But if you feel like you and this man, even if you do feel like you and this man don't have any sort of real relationship, it is. More than a little bit fucked up to be like, hey, so I know you ate my pussy, but what about your friend that you put in that last status? Like, there's no other, there's no way around that. What? You, right? There's no it's gentle way not, to be like, so can your friend just come busting these guts? Or? Like you were cute or whatever, <laughs> but what about your friend? What does that mouth do exactly? So listen, this is from another younger person. You're only 20 years old, and there is, I'm just gonna have to let you know now, plenty of dick out there there's so much dick. it's everywhere Girl, if dick is what you want you do not have to go to the nigga who ate your pussy for the first time and ask him to hook you up with his friend okay there's a million other people out here who have penises and are more than willing to give them to you can we just say this really quick ladies yeah. don't ever forget that dicks are literally everywhere like i said never trust a bitch to tell you i can get dick anytime that i want yes so can a fucking german shepherd it's not <laughs> difficult like dick is every where and you just have to say to yourself hmm who am i what am i worth what do i not going to put up with what do i deserve more than okay and flip your hair because i promise you if it is dick that you desire Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you won't ever have trouble finding it it's gonna be somewhere it's gonna be somewhere you know and i understand the friend is like chocolate and tall and fine like i get it so many chocolate fine ass niggas all over the world. 
man. So many. And he was tagged on Facebook. So you probably look through his profile and see where he works and look through his albums and his other pictures are fine too. I get it. But this nigga, if you want this nigga, you're going to have to go after him your damn self. You're just going to have to message him yourself and cut out the middleman asking the dude that you used to but mess around with. Do you really want to be um, smashed the homie? <laughs> I mean, do you really do you really care, though? Like if you met up with this dude and y'all gave each other a head on the first night and then y'all ain't had a relationship since then. Do it really matter if you the one who smashed the homies? It literally doesn't. Because it sounds like all you want to do is smash anyway. I mean, come on. Go for yours. Don't ask him. That's just (laughs) not like. That's just, right. I understand y'all don't have a like a special relationship or anything. Imagine just, if he texted you and was girl. like, "What? What's up with your friends? <laughs> like that box looks delicious. I don't know. What did they right. say? Like, I mean, you fine, but about your homegirl though. So no, we would leave him out of that. Our last question comes from a woman who is saying, "Am I an ain't shit mom?" <laughs> So <laughs> let's answer that for her now. Okay. I have a three-year-old son who I love dearly. His father and I broke up three weeks before he was born because I found out he cheated on me. Since then, I've been doing about 95% of the parenting while he pays $158 a month in child support and spends the wow. occasional Sunday afternoon with our son. Recently, I told him that I want our son to live with him for the next four months. He very reluctantly agreed to it, and I let my mother know since she spends every Wednesday and Thursday with my son. My mother accused me of wanting to give my son up and quit being a mother and told me I should just what? deal with his father being absent because I'm what? a mother and that's what mothers are supposed to do. What? I feel like I didn't make this baby by myself and I shouldn't be raising him by myself either. A baby needs more than money and he needs more than one parent. I see no reason why his father shouldn't take him for a little while. I know my son is safe with him and if he wasn't, I wouldn't even consider it. Am I wrong for this or nah? Your mom is out of her goddamn mind. And you know what? She honestly sounds like a lot of the mothers who were probably born in like the 50s, 60s, maybe even the early 70s, who are like very stuck in that old school frame of mind. And it's just like under no circumstances, a woman not supposed to have her kids. You know, it's just like the most crazy thing in the world for a girl to not have her kids or, or to have a baby and just let him go stay with his daddy for four months and just not be at home. Like to a lot of people that is just completely incomprehensible, but this child is three. Okay. Not three months. He's three years old. And if he sees his daddy every six weeks on a Sunday, then yes, I think if you are beyond overdue for your own break, your own time to sit back and enjoy yourself and let him go be with his damn daddy. A goddamn like that's supposed to be enough. Like you're supposed to just be happy that he needs to be over there getting to know his father. His father needs to be in his life. Yeah. Just as much as he's in. Just it can't. He needs to parent. Like parenting is just—it's not just writing a check. Like he needs to know the ins and outs of that bullshit. Getting up at four thirty in the morning because the kids wants breakfast, or—and that's some more bullshit that y'all just be letting (laughs) niggas just do and get away with. Like, and then you have a mom out here be talking about, well, fuck that. Let him just buy the nigga some motherfucking some some craft singles every goddamn week and just. Yeah, let him just feed your baby cheese its nigga. Just fuck it. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? What are you like? Y'all just literally be like, okay, with with daddy's feet absentee? No. Yeah. Come here and be a father. That's a more I cannot believe your mama told you that. Just because you're not married does not mean you don't share the parenting responsibilities. It's not like 
it's 100% your job just because you gave birth. So by default, the baby is like staying with you. That oh, That's not how that shit works. Like this nigga helped you make this baby and he deserves to have to be the one to wash that child's ass every day. Get him dressed. Get, you know, get his day plan. Take his ass to school. All that shit that Check you have to do. Check his fucking homework. Toddlers. And you know what? It's boring. And a lot of the time it sucks. But that's what you get for having kids. It's and not always going to be fun. did it. Well, let me not go there. Anyway, <laughs> just take the care of damn children. Exactly. The kids you make, you are responsible for. And I don't see nothing wrong with this three-year-old child staying with his daddy for the summer. A whole lot of kids do it. A whole lot of children of divorce. You know, when parents move to one side of the country or whatever the fuck, kids go visit their parents all the time. It's just how it is. If he, if y'all are, if you, the parents, are in agreement about this, even if he agreed reluctantly, like, I think it's a good idea. And probably more girls who have sole custody of their kids should let them go stay with the kid's daddy for some time and let that nigga get a taste of what parenting is really like. Because it's not just picking that little nigga up Saturday mornings and bringing him back, bringing him back Sunday by 7. Like, it's work involved in this shit. Why should he be at free before motherfucking 12 every motherfucking night? <laughs> right. Know, fuck that. How come you, he always gets to go to Thirsty Thursdays and First Fridays and you don't ever get to go kick it? Like, you don't ever get to go hang out? Not saying that you should be doing that every day, but goddamn, like... Just because you had a baby don't mean your life is over. And if somebody else out there helped you make that child, then he needs to share in the responsibility of raising that little nigga, too. Hello. And that's really, like, all I have to say about that. Anything else? No, I'm good. Is that it from you? I'm All good. right. So we're going to take a short break and be right back. Hey, guys. Have you ever tried to build an online website or a portfolio or something like that for yourself? Because, listen, I have, and it is hard. But... With Squarespace and their intuitive and easy-to-use tools without requiring any coding, it's extremely simple. Why is it so- Listen, when a dummy like me can do it, <laughs> then anybody can do it. And your site can look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. It has state-of-the-art technology powering the site to ensure security and stability, trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. And, greatest part, it starts at just 8 bucks a month, and you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Yes, Squarespace has so many different designs that you can choose from. You can customize them to do really whatever you need for them to do. You can have websites that show off your businesses or your portfolios, your personal website, an online resume, anything you need it for. It's so simple and easy to use. I used Squarespace to put together our website for thisistheread.com, and it was so very simple. So, again, if we can do it, we know y'all can. You can start your free trial today at squarespace.com and make sure you use offer code READ, that is offer code R-E-A-D, to get 10% off your first purchase with Squarespace. Build it beautiful. We know you're going to love it. And now let's get back to the show. So we're back, and it's time for the read. It is. Are you ready? Or do you want to... Yeah, I want to talk about... I notice whenever I'm, like, kind of exhausted of a topic, I'll say, I'm just going to make this quick. Right. (laughs) Even though it almost never is quick. Um, It's just that I'm so... We have been talking about police brutality on this show. Since the dawn of time. Like, since the the dawn dawn of the show. (laughs) Like, and it's just, like, every week, literally, there's another story. And I want to talk briefly about what happened in McKinney, Texas last week. I'm sure you guys have heard the story, but a 19-year-old girl um, threw a party, invited some friends, and as it turned out, um, some white people who were at the pool 
did not appreciate the black people being present. There were some other people, I guess, kids who had jumped the fence and decided to come into the pool, too. These two white women started throwing racial slurs and physically assaulting the kids. A white man called the police and it escalated very, very quickly into Paul Blart arriving on the scene and doing a forward roll across a very empty meadow, like not a goddamn thing in this man's way, but dandelions, but like doing the absolute most like he was in a fucking action movie tackling a young black girl dragging her by her hair telling her to lay down face down and then putting the full weight of his big ass body on her back like a 14 year old girl seriously all of all of 100 pounds wearing a bikini a a police officer did this and the entire time a 15 year old white boy is taping all of this confusion it was dead ass like that scene in mean girls when them bitches find the burn book and they all just kind of go crazy and start beating Mm -hmm. each other's asses it was like that with the police you know acting a fucking fool and this white boy is just sitting in the middle videotaping it all he said he felt invisible the entire time which is a great indicator of white privilege when two young black men um and i say young men because they were under the age of 18 when they tried to defend that girl from the police officers paul blart pulled his gun and that was when his homies came up from behind and was like wait a minute we don't please don't do a ferguson like we can't just so they managed to subdue that nigga and get him to put his gun away but the fact that there's a 14 year old girl in texas right now dealing with the fact that she went to a pool party and ended up being handcuffed and dragged by her hair and sat on by a police officer the fact that two black boys saw this happening to a black girl and decided to help her and were faced with a gun a gun for kids who are trying to help somebody else who is being abused you pulled a gun on these kids it's not that you did this like even though this is fucked up what i say every time y'all do this police brutality shit it's not even really that you do it to us it's that you don't do it to white people and the reason you would not do it to white people is because you value their lives and that's why we keep having to talk about black lives matter and i'm specifically specifically going to say that black girls lives matter because under no circumstances would a police officer in the United States of America dragged a 14-year-old girl by her fucking hair and sat down on top of her nearly naked body and that would have just been all right. Under no circumstances, okay? Any neighborhood in America, you do that shit and the white people will show the fuck up and show the fuck out, okay? That nigga is going to be banished from the town. If he's black, he'll be lucky if he even makes it to the jailhouse because her daddy and his KKK friends are probably going to ride out on that ass. Like It would literally never happen to a black girl of that same age but they look at us and they automatically see scary they automatically see fear they automatically assign to us like this this sexuality or this maturity that these kids don't have it's like they don't see teenagers when they see black kids it's a pool party it's teenagers of all ages at a fucking swimming pool what are you expecting are you expecting people to be like quiet do you think this is a game of fucking hide and go seek my nigga like no people are gonna be rowdy it's texas it's summer it's hot it's a pool people are having fun it's kids it's the end of school like but you had to turn it into this whole big ridiculous bullshit where thank god for this one 15 year old non-racist boy to take this video and put it out for the world to see like how ridiculously over the top the police went with these actions and I just have to say I'm so fucking tired of us always being at risk like the entire issue of racial exhaustion and black people just being like I can't handle any more bad news it's real and every week when y'all are hitting us hitting us with new shit and there's new videos coming out of of y'all 
murdering unarmed black people and when two black people can be shot and killed in a car and there's like fucking 80 rounds of some shit that went off and nobody is found guilty because you can't tell which gun the bullets came from it's like how much bullshit do y'all really expect us to be able to put up with that's really the question like I don't know if the goal is to wear us down so much with all of this bullshit that we eventually stop fighting but I just need y'all to know that it's not gonna happen because exhausted as I am of this bullshit and as tired as I am even today right now talking about this and as much as it hurts my heart to think about that girl who grew up in a place not far from where I grew up and knowing how the police treated us then and knowing how they must be treating these kids now and how it is probably even worse now because everybody is more aware of police brutality and white people are starting to find to believe us and pay attention when we talk about it because now they can see the proof it's probably even more dangerous to be a young black youth just trying to go out and have a good time on the weekends or go to a party with your fucking friends and as much as y'all want to beat us down and tear down our spirit and our resilience i'm just here to let you know that it's fucking not gonna happen bitch the revolution is coming whether or not you're ready for it whether or not you and jim paul are prepared whether or not y'all's still and hold on to the same racist ass ideals that your grandparents gave you and you passed down no matter how y'all fucking feel about it bitch we're coming and we're not going to be sitting here taking this bullshit too much longer thankfully the police officer mckinney already retired not retired but quit yeah resigned and pension right with his pension but presumably to avoid the police department getting in any more shit than they already have with all my heart and soul i hope this girl's family sues the entire motherfucking shit out of that police department and pays for all of her college education and all of her kids and all of her kids kids college education and that'll be the beginning of what you deserve because you don't get to take little black girls and treat them like the fling them around like they're any old piece of trash just sit on top of a girl like she's not a hundred pounds you don't get to just treat us like that we are still people regardless Regardless of whether y'all see it, we still have humanity. We are still worthy of being treated with love and basic as human decency and respect, regardless of whether y'all see it. And one day we're going to make you motherfuckers know. But till then, if I have to cuss y'all out every week with my tired ass, that's exactly what the fuck I'm going to do. Till y'all understand that we are not going to continue to take this bullshit. You will treat us like fucking people. So the thing is that... um. You know, I think that police in general... My God, I'm so tired. ...have just been in some overdrive shit where they just lose it, but it's always boiled back down to them looking at us as, like, savages, Mm -hmm. like, not human, you know? Yeah. And they're scared because they don't understand and then on top of it, they know that we're all heated and looking at white folk and looking at police especially Mm -hmm. fucking crazy because why? how can we not? Right. And so... It's moments like they just see us and they see things that they feel like. Like, for instance, like at Summer Jam, right? How they had whatever the fuck they had going on at Summer Jam where some people got rowdy because they didn't get lit in and stuff. (laughs) But to me, it's crazy because it's like, how the fuck do you, how do the police respond to something like that, right? By coming out in all of their Lucius Fox Batman ass. Like, they bring out the whole entire artillery. Iron Man-sponsored ass trucks and guns and all kinds of weaponry I've never fucking heard to use on, like, a a hip-hop crowd. And, like, someone from The New Yorker wrote that they had gotten maced. A white man Mm. said he got maced 
And he was standing out there and they, you know, they said that there was a fight up at the front and they were going to let people in eventually. And then at some point they told everyone to go home. And he said when he walked up to a cop to like say, hey, what's going on? I'm a journalist. Mm -hmm. They just maced him. Like wow, just just right off. Just top. how dare you even get this close to me? Like pfft, like that, right, and get that's the fuck, out of here. the fuck it. So to me, it's like you see a large group of black people, and you automatically assume these monkeys are about <laughs> to show the fuck out, mm -hmm. and so we need to be prepared for anything. Like somehow, this crowd of black people are going to transform together, like like Voltron or something, mm -hmm. and create one giant nigga. That then was going to like devour the MetLife Stadium. That's really like, what they see when they see us, though. Right. Like, that's how they react. Because th th it doesn't. I don't have. I can't understand why else. You, you we like you respond to black people like that, but it'll be a crowd of these huge, hairy, burly ass white men in leather jackets just shooting each other and riding over and each other on bikes. Fun. And then they come up to you and just like, okay, well, we're going to place these handcuffs on you. Would you like a macchiato? Would you right. like any so a chai tea? Are you all right? Okay, well, we're going to have to take you down to the jail. Like it's just line up nicely here on the curb. Like the, the difference in the way they treat us is night and fucking day. And they want us to act like that doesn't matter. Like people but, would look at this video and be like, oh, well, they shouldn't have talked back or those boys shouldn't have tried to help her or anything else. Like, there's no law against talking back. Like you realize we're allowed to talk back. I don't care if those kids took individual shits in that pool. <laughs> you would have <laughs> never done that to never. no little ass white girls. Never. Ever. Never. You would have never done that. So the point is, if you're going to fucking protect and serve if my fucking tax dollars that I pay every quarter Come is on. going into your little fuck ass departments for you to quote unquote protect and serve bitch you need to be doing that shit for everyone you need everybody needs to be afforded the exact same motherfucking rights and the way that you treat this kid and that man and that woman you need to do the same thing for everybody and the fuck else and I'm really tired of white people who hear this kind of shit and then start to roll their eyes and get upset and act like oh my god all the racists hate us oh my god no one likes everyone's just so mad at white people like i voted for Obama. it's just so hard to be white like, to me like shut the fuck no one wants to hear all of your complaining about races not liking you or black people being mad at white people or whatever from your comfortable ass privileged ass mm -hmm. like no one wants to hear that from your privileged perspective at all if you really feel that strongly whatever you need to st shut the fuck up stop whining stop complaining and listen to what we are saying mm -hmm. and be some fucking change because people are going to continue to hate and people are going to be con people are going to continue to resent and be angry and be you know losing their minds and like ready to pop off like they said for instance at summer jam police come up there and riot gear and all of these fucking Batmobiles and shit and then bottles start getting chucked. And it's like, yeah, they shouldn't be throwing bottles but fuck the police. Like, no one gives like, right. the honest idea and perspective from us is fuck you. You're not trying to help us. No way. You see me as black and so I'm disposable. You don't give a fuck about what I'm going through. Somebody could be chasing me right now right. with a fucking rocket launcher over their shoulder and you don't give a fuck. Like, you don't care so why the fuck should I care about you? I'm paying my hard-earned fucking tax dollars for you to have that goddamn badge on your chest and you don't give two fucks about me, so fuck you too. And like, how can... Respect goes both ways. Us? Right, exactly.
So you can't just be like, well, respect the police because we're the police. No, girl, you're still people. And if you act disrespectfully towards us, then it's only a matter of time before we're going to get fed the fuck up and stop being fake with your asses. We don't like y'all and we ain't never liked y'all. We have to act like we do. So y'all won't fucking kill us. But niggas patience is wearing thin. And shout out to Megyn Kelly's bitch ass. She works for Fox, Fox News. And when the whole Duggar story came out, remember I told you how they... I don't know if I said that, but they did an interview with Fox News where they were trying to like make it seem like it was OK and all this shit. This bitch, Megyn Kelly, was like, oh, well, Joss was just 14 and just, you know, a young teenager and just curious. And now the family's just trying to move on and blah, blah, blah. But when this video came out, it was, oh, well, that 14 year old girl was no sane. And when he told her to lay down on her face, she should have just done it. And maybe if she had paid attention and did what the police officer said, it wouldn't have had to get that far. Like, oh, OK, so a 14 year old who molests his little sister's plus a family friend like not even just his sisters but somebody else too that's just a young boy who's curious but a 14 year old girl deserves to get skull dragged and sat on like these bitches is blatantly racist and not even trying to hide it so a special fuck you to you bitch um so that's it for me you know black people stay safe out there seriously it's summertime and the police are getting more and more trigger happy so that wasn't even my read no it wasn't you have one you told me today about something that i don't know I actually, I'm just so tired. Like, it's really so much to always have to deal, like, or see a new story. Mm -hmm. Some black person being, like, abused or assaulted or killed just for being black. Um, oh, man, I never even talked about the fucking, what's the, the superintendent, Jay Foster, or whatever the fuck, from that school in, in Mississippi that tried, that sent those arrest warrants. Oh my to, God! For the we talked about that in Chicago. Oh Man, yeah, girl. Because what the fuck? Anyway, for cheering, arrested. I could see if it was so bad. If it was just so bad that you just had to kick them out of graduation. If it was that bad, which it could not. But have you been. have to have some kind of white ass nerve <sighs> and all goddamn density to tell me. That I got to go turn myself in and be paying court costs and all this shit because I said go LaCadra to my niece at her goddamn graduation. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck your school. Fuck it. Fuck your desk with your fucking name on it or whatever. Fuck your suit, bitch. Fuck your comb over. Fuck everything about you, ho. We told them to hold our, their applause to the end. Well, is that a law? Do we Fuck have to do that? Fuck you and your graduation, bitch. We're only here so they can got, get the goddamn diplomas and everybody can go to their fucking respective again, Fridays. Again, that's it. Nobody. Everybody's going to leave from here and branch out to the Olive Gardens and the hops and the fucking Applebee's of the goddamn world. How dare you? Anyway, the point that I really... I'm, I'm so just, you know... There's so much to All yell about. All of this racial stuff, it's very, like, I'm it's tired. too much. It's so, like, heavy all the time. And it really affects, like, my day-to-day -day mood. Mm -hmm. And so today my read was actually supposed to, I mean, now that we did it just completely. <laughs> anyway, but my read was really going to be towards whoever is bringing back the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, Okay. Because, listen, so they're rebooting the Powerpuff Girls, and apparently no one asked Tara Strong or E.G. Daly or Kathy, I don't know how to say her last name, Cavadini, I think, to come back as the voices of the girls. Now, if you've ever watched Powerpuff Girls, yes, nigga, yes, you did. And you don't have to fucking lie about it. The Powerpuff Girls is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's a groundbreaking it goddamn show. Kindergarten girls are saving the goddamn world. Like, what? One of a fucking kind. It was everything. 
kids shows today are trash <laughs> and it really is very sad to me that like if i have children i have to like buy the good cartoons from the 80s and 90s for them to watch because they're not watching uncle grandpa they're just not doing it like i'm not allowing it they're not watching adventure time they're not gonna do it i don't know who these new little lily ass girls are that are voicing the uh i think one of them might be asian i'm not sure but either way i don't know who these girls are that are voicing the new powerpuff girls but i won't fucking have it if tara strong is not the voice of bubbles what is the fucking point like what do y'all have against kids having good cartoons today jeez like fuck no one even asked them it wasn't like they were like oh we're just so above you know classic good animation and we're just never gonna do your fuck ass cartoon mm-hmm. again they didn't even say hey actual powerpuff girl voices can you would you like are you interested or whatever right. they just went and got some whole brand new ass motherfucking saved by the bell pretty little liars ass half us to come and do this goddamn shit and i don't want i won't have it i'm not watching and you shouldn't either this is just like that um sister act reboot or whatever the fuck they was talking about Bitch, don't fuck with a good thing. If you're not going to bring back in, in an animated program, you need the original voices. You need them. If Whoopi the Goldberg is not Dolores <laughs> Van Cartier, I will march. Like, <laughs> I... So that was the read. And I know you don't play about that, so... Powerpuff Girls. How dare they do that to the fucking Powerpuff Girls. You know, they changed the voice of Dexter and Dexter's laboratory towards the end of that show, too. And it just was never the same after that. But this is a movie, right? No, this is like a brand new show I heard. Oh, a reboot of the show. Yes, next year. And they already look different. Like, they animated them differently. So, like, the drawing looks like... I think Bubbles has, like, scrunchies and shit in her hair now. Oh, my God. And it's just, like, what is this? So, you know what this? that means? They're not even trying to please y'all. If they fucking with the girls' looks and the voices, they're not even trying to they keep... They don't care about old, us. They don't want the old fans happy. They're trying to get these new kids, these young kids addicted to it. And they well, don't know fuck the... fuck them. <laughs> they can keep that sugar spice and everything all right. I'm not watching it. I'm not. Bitch, you are stupid. I'm pissed. So that wraps up another episode of The Read. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at This Is The Read. And check out our website at, at thisistheread.com where you can see links to all of our previous episodes and upcoming live show dates and etc. Speaking of live show dates. Thank you so much, Chicago, for showing your whole entire ass mm-hmm. as usual. Chicago is always so much fun. <laughs> Them niggas was turned up. And y'all, we had like two, three, four gigantic bags of Chicago-style gourmet popcorn or something from Garrett's. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Thank y'all so much for that, but we can't eat all that shit. What the hell? I tried. I came pretty close. <laughs> Not even on purpose. Who knew that caramel and cheese popcorn taste so good simultaneously? What is it like about just that? What it, it's like a salty and a sweet thing. It's a sweet salt. A salty Did sweet. you have them Christmas things, though, where you had like Yeah, but the they dividers. were divided. I and thought they were like, supposed to be that way, so you just eat them. Diff- like, we never ate, ate them a- together. What? No. Nigga, I never what? did. Oh, my God. I used to mix the cheese and the regular butter one together all the time. Oh, no. But it was kind of like half stale at that point. Anyway, this Garrett shit was like fresh that day. Do they still make those those popcorn I bet bins? they do. And let me find one this Christmas. I will fuck it up because I used to love them popcorn. They used to be so good. <laughs> they was good as fuck. <laughs> I used to even, because like, I love the cheese. Why are we talking about popcorn? 
up because somebody three we actually got three bags of that stuff that shit was so good (laughs) shout out to everybody who came who brought gifts who everything y'all were just so dope shout out to young 17 year old girl who I had to sit with at the edge of the stage you know what we talked about and I'm still thinking about it and you know what I said to you and I fucking meant it that was such an intense moment you just really had to sit down with her and just guide her um our show in los angeles is coming up next week thereadlive.com and there has been a venue change for those of you who already have tickets so check your email or check the website e3 is also next week that probably means nothing to you unless you're a nerd like me but e3 is next week what does it stand for um the electronic entertainment expo i believe Mm. and it's going to be happening like while I'm in LA, which I'm pretty sure it's also it's in the like LA Convention Center or something like that. Mm-hmm. So just fingers crossed, just put something out in the universe for me that I could just at least like sniff the carpet at E3 or something. <laughs> because mm, that is would it be like a dream all your people true. will be there? I think it's going to be mostly like. I think E3 is only for insiders, like people on the computer electro electronic arts thing i don't know but i don't still, think it's like people open who are into that though but yes like people who are like into video games and the development of all of that stuff yes will absolutely be there and i just wish to be there smelling that air and i really feel like kingdom hearts 3 is going to have an immense presence there this year and i'm getting emotional just <laughs> thinking about it <laughs> lord look at you so great okay. also fury 305 listen there are still tickets left. We've already got so many of you coming to this Miami party. Are you hyped? So excited. And I just, it's just going to be so great. So just make sure that you've got your tickets and you're ready to come June 28th. And I think. Um, also, June 20th, I'm going to be doing a panel on sex, love, and dating at any size at CurvyCon. I'm oh, really yeah. looking forward to that. That's the event I told you guys about. Um, that's just going to be so much fun for the Curvy Girls out there. So if you're going to be in New York on the 20th, hit up thecurvycon.com and get tickets and such as. I'm going to be talking about my favorite topics, <laughs> sex and dating. So right. come through. I actually love talking about those things. Just not with us. <laughs> just not with y'all. Because y'all niggas don't have no good sense y'all be making like the worst decisions and be knowing it and then continuously like you just choose. Well this went somewhere that I didn't think that it was It doesn't matter though I love my friends and anyway thecurvycon.com if you are interested in going to that anything else from me (laughs) stop looking at I'm gonna snapchat you oh y'all should follow me on snapchat my username is crystals c-r-i-s-s-l-e-s and if you want Kid Furies, you can just DM me and I'll set up, I'll send you the address where you can send me your payment. I don't know why you're lying that. And once I've received your payment, I'll go ahead and give you his Snapchat name and you can add him. You can quit lying. No, and I'm Snapchattering you right now. So. Girl, okay. All right. And what else? Do we have an acronym this week? Yes, B-O. Bitch. And what is that supposed to mean? Be optimistic. Okay. Because... As long as you keep your head to the sky. I don't deserve this. You can win. As long as you keep your head to the sky. You don't remember sounds of I do, but isn't that the only lyric that anybody knows from that song? Like, that is the only part I know from that whole song. Well. <laughs> no, I don't know anything else. 
And I was just listening to it. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, I'm done. Bye, y'all. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.